Hi, welcome back to the Sparks in Action podcast. This is Donna. I have two guests today, and I have two guests from a wonderful organization called Braver Angels, and they will be telling you about the organization. So I'd like to start and tell you a little bit about my guests. My first guest is Randy Freeman. Randy has a background as an individual and a couples therapist. She became involved with Better Angel, excuse me, with Braver Angels in 2017. At both the local level, she is the New York State Coordinator and the national level. And in that capacity, she has organized countless workshops and programs. Randy describes herself as, quote, red with sprinkles of blue. <laughs> My next guest is Mike Asbury. Mike has a background in public service. He worked to house the underhoused and homeless in the Albany community. And Mike has also worked as a chaplain. He is the co-chair of the Capital Region Alliance of Braver Angels. And he got involved with Braver Angels to, quote, protect his grandchildren from the loss of democracy. Mike describes himself as blue with splotches of red. And I, Donna, describe myself as a little red, a little blue, <laughs> issue by issue, uh, thinking through uh, thinking through issues, issue by issue. Okay, so let's get started. Welcome, Randy, and welcome, Mike. Thank Hi, you. Donna. It's great to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for being here. And we'll start with, please share with our listeners, what is Braver Angels? What is the mission of Braver Angels? Okay, uh, I, I will respond to that, Donna. Um, I think the most important thing is that we feel comfortable uh, as an organization. We work to feel comfortable freely and fully and without fa fear sharing our views with others. And we welcome views that are totally different from the views that we hold. Even, even some views we find not not palatable, that's fine. We treat people who disagree with us with honesty, dignity, and respect, no matter what. We welcome opportunities to engage those with whom we disagree. So we 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 ask people to disagree. You know, a lot of people when we're when we're with them at, at family gatherings or with friends, like, oh no, 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 let's not talk politics. In this organization, we say yes. Let's talk politics. And if you don't agree, that's great. We want to disagree. We want to hear what you have to say. We believe all of us have blind spots and none of us are not worth talking to. So I know I don't like to look at my blind spots, but I have blind spots and I, and I recognize that. Um, we try also when we disagree to be as accurate as possible. There have been times when I haven't been and I've had to go back to the drawing board and look up some things and try to understand what, what did I get wrong here? Um, and we look for common ground where it exists um, and try to find ways to work together. We actually have what we call a common ground workshop where we sit there and we really iron out the nitty gritty and say, well, what can we agree on? We disagree with all these things. Let's find some areas of agreement. Mm -hmm. 
And we believe that in disagreements, in our disagreements, we will share and we will learn from each other. We, we may not change your mind. We're not asking anybody to change their mind because some of what we come, some of what we believe comes from our values. So even if somebody gives me, say, all the information on the other side, I still might hold on to my beliefs, which is okay. Um, and in Braver Angels, neither side is teaching the other mm -hmm. or giving feedback on how to think or say things differently. We're there to learn and listen. And that's really hard because most people, when they're talking to others, they, they want to make their point. They don't really want to listen. So mm -hmm. the, 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 the real challenge here is listening. And that's what we're all about. Thank you for that. Um, it's probably no accident that you have a background as a therapist, yes. <laughs> especially couples work where listening is so essential. So, so I'd like to hear from both of you also more about your personal motivation to join. Why Braver Angels? What about Braver Angels? Mike, maybe you can start with that. Like, what about it touched you? and cause you to say, I need to get, I need and want to get involved. Well, um, the future is a concern. You know, I mean, I, I'm a bit of a student of history and uh, I can see trends from what's happening now. It's It's been said that the one thing we learned about the fact that history repeats itself is this, that history repeats itself, you know? <laughs> And that, in fact, um, there are trends going on now that I'm really concerned about my grandchildren, as you said in the introduction for me. That's really my deepest motivation, that what's going to happen, you know, with our democracy? Because it's undeniable what's going on, that there are forces, both left and right, that are trying to drown out the other side, and we cannot operate as a democracy, if we can't listen to one another. So when I found out about Braver Angels, and it was just one of those, you know, those accidental clicks that you have something that you're looking at on the internet and you go, oh, what's this? What's this? Oh. And what this turned out to be was amazing. Uh, it's a network, a family. Uh, one of the phrases we use is the beloved community. And that just gets to me when, when I say that. I just think about a beloved community, you know. Uh, King used the Martin Luther King used that phrase, and others did too, that we are part of much something much larger than ourselves. I think that's the key turning point upon which anybody who gets involved in Brave Angels will open up when they see that we're we're really a part of something much larger than the individual, you know? So <clears throat> that's why I'm here. Uh, and um, I have I have met people who I would probably have never had a conversation with before. I wouldn't mm -hmm. want to listen to them. It's changed me, you know? And, you know, as a matter of fact, what it's changed is I've realized that I've got a few conservative views. Me? You know? Yes, me. You know? I've got some conservative views, which I didn't realize. And I didn't go looking for that. 
I just realized it when I heard people say things that were conservative. I went, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Now, no one tried to persuade me. No one, you know, but it just happens organically with Braver Angels because, um, and, and I'm going to hesitate to use this phrase because some people don't like to hear the phrase. It's a safe place. Now, I'll tell you, there is a language for those who are conservative and for those who are liberal. Generally speaking, and I mean this very generally, conservatives do not want to hear you say or anybody say, oh, don't worry, it's a safe place. So I don't like to really say that, frankly. I'm using it now to try to describe it in words that I used to say. But I prefer to consider it as a community place, you know? I, may I just interject for a moment, just because yeah. just I want to share my response yeah. reaction. You're using the word safe place. I feel like in a way what you're doing is taking it back a little bit away from the lexicon of how we hear it on campuses and trigger warnings and all of that. And actually just in a very pure, non-loaded way, talking yeah. about a safe place. Okay, please go ahead. I just wanted no, that's, to share that that's reflection. That's very well put. That's very well put because, you know, our vocabulary is loaded. You know, even politeness is loaded. You know, it's we loaded, we weaponize politeness, you know. Oh, poor little darling, she's going to be all right, but you know how dear she is and you know what she did last week, you know. I mean, politeness is just surface. We need to be honest with one another. And sometimes that's going to mean that I'm going to say something that might not be your cup of tea. But we do that anyway. But what we, the way we do it in Braver Angels is that we found a method proper method and i can sort of summarize it in a bit and it's it's not the best summarized but because there's you got to participate to see it but it really begins with listening mm -hmm. and then it moves into a sense of acknowledging someone else mm -hmm. what they say the person and then the difficult part of the four points is to pivot slowly after you've acknowledged somebody's view to your about to say something about your view that doesn't agree with their view. And then finally, you do, you offer your perspective. So it's listen, acknowledge, pivot, and perspective. And um, we actually have a, a sort of nickname for that. We call it the Lap Skills, named after one of our co-founders, David Lap. <laughs> so, you know, we, we have a lot of laughs. Um, and and um, you know, being at a convention of 700 people in Gettysburg this past summer, 350 of which were conservative and 350 which were liberal, and they were able to have friendly, warm conversations with, with each other is just such a moving experience. There's no other word for it than spiritual. Mm. It just was moving. I can I can imagine and that sort of I, I I there's so much and now I want to open up like I'll throw out a question or two and just whoever wants to speak please respond um there's so much here but um the deep listening the acknowledging just hearing people hearing that they're being heard 
the slow pivot towards one point of view. I love that you frame it as a mm -hmm. slow pivot. There's a lot there. And then the offering of one's own perspective. I just have to say, you know, and I think Randy would discuss that. Forgive us people, just, just a second of the therapist's hat and then it's coming right off. But I'm thinking of a Mago therapy where we have that beautiful structure in couples work. But go now moving back to um, Braver Angels. So for both of you, I am, there's so much here because your organization does so much. But if you could take us inside and experience a little bit um, about maybe some vignettes, some moments of being in a workshop, whether you're leading it or participating and sort of describe what's happening. I know Randy, in your bio, you said something about your greatest joy is being observing and witnessing, is pe witnessing people's transformation. And I'm guessing you both have so much experience with that of your own and then people you're either working with or in community with. Yeah. Well, I, take you know, us inside a little bit. I recently did a workshop, which we do very frequently right before the holidays called Politics and the Family. And it really gets into, you know, political differences, but also what is it about the family members that might color how we hear the political discussion from that family member. For instance, you know, if it's your big brother who's always bossy and he's then telling you what to think, you're gonna have a reaction both to his politics and his place in the family. So we, we look at both during that particular workshop. And the one I did recently, um, you know, it was just so interesting because people kind of resisted. They were like, but, but, but. <laughs> um, and by the end of the workshop, I have to say, almost uniformly, everybody said, I get it. I get it. What's important, what they came up with themselves was the important piece here is the relationship. That's mm -hmm. what they came up with. We may not agree with our brother or sister or our parent, or the, but maintaining that relationship is what's really important. And, and, and even then with friends, of course, you know, maintaining that relationship with friends. So to me, them coming up with that at the end, hearing the moderators, myself and another moderator, and getting it was like everything. You know, like I said, okay, I love doing this because yeah. that's what happened. And it's the same thing with our Red Blue Workshop. I think I mentioned to you, Donna, that um, I had one woman who was a, a, a avid Trump supporter. And of course, everybody had their reactions. And But the minute she started talking about herself personally, and she talked about her parents being Holocaust survivors, and how it felt for them to be ostracized by their community, and that she presently felt ostracized by her community because she was a Trump supporter and it brought up so much trauma for her. Everybody listened to her with compassion and it just switched. I mean, this was the red blue workshop. We did the stereotypes. She didn't fit into the stereotype that we all have of quote unquote, a Trump supporter. So it was lovely, you know? So those are the moments during the workshops 
that's that make me feel like, oh, I love doing this work. You know, I mean, I've given up my career. I re I retired, but this is my new work. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> those yeah. are two instances. Thank you. Yeah, they're very they're very palpable. Thank you, Randy. And Mike, how about you? Are there any inside moments that you wish to? Yes. Thank you. Uh, there are there are quite a number, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just pricey this with a menu, a menu in a very quick way, which you'd find on the website of the various types of gatherings that we have, because each of them has their own kind of dynamic, and some are meant for newer participants, and some are meant for more seasoned participants. So just let me rip right through the list. Please okay? do. All right. We have very informal gatherings. That might mean even a one-on-one -on -one conversation, which follows a protocol outline, you know, and it's just simply two people of the same leaning or two people of different leaning. And we answer each other the questions and, and, and listen in a certain way. We have, well, we have podcasts. I've been on a number of podcasts. These are important for informational purposes. We, we meet at rotaries. Rotaries love us, okay? Uh, we meet at public libraries and we do mm -hmm. informational sessions. You will find us at open air markets. You know, that's uh, a it's a great spot to get people in a random kind of way, and we love random meetings. So the mm. best, you know. We have film club discussions. We have a songwriting program. <laughs> yeah, we really? a, yeah, we had a we like, get a kick. I love on. that. We had a band at the convention called Get This Gangsta grass oh i heard them i heard them yeah. on the video you good, they're, good, they're, they're you fantastic know, you get the you get the thing here urban rural blue red you get it yep. it's the grass and they sang together <laughs> oh they were incredible they were, oh, great. they were wonderful we have volunteer trainings by the way which is important to add and that changes you when you go through the training to become a, a moderator or an organizer or training to be a, a better co-chair of an alliance, or training to on the technical side to operate a Zoom management, okay, of a Zoom program. All those things are focused around our mission. You know, how do we involve everybody on a fair and equal basis? We had a thing called a deliberative town hall. You know, one might ask, where are all the politicians in this? Well, they're in it. Here's a good one. We had one in Troy, uh, Troy, New York. We we invited the mayor of Troy, who's a Democrat, and we invited the state senator, who was a Republican. And the issue was bail reform. And in New York State right now, there's a great deal of, of, of discussion about how to not require bail or require bail. And the tensions between the courts and the police is sometimes pretty heavy. And we simply had, I wouldn't call it a debate, but it was close to that. And in participation with people in the audience, speaking and asking questions to the mayor, who was a bit more blue and the senator was a bit more red. What came out of that? The senator introduced a bill to the New York State Senate. And I read the bill and it reflected parts of what the mayor was saying. You know? They were really not that far apart. Mm -hmm. they're, please consider, they're both were saying, please consider drug uh, uh, addiction. 
and how that could be an answer to some of these problems. People are just, they can't control their behavior. We also have faith-based discussions. We cannot, we cannot avoid that. You know, um, I have seen in, in a faith-based discussion where a number of Christians, and it's one faith at a time, okay, who have disparate views can come together on the basis of very simple Christian principles. And it was braver angels. And the model that we used to conduct that event was the simplest, earliest entry model called depolarizing within. And so I want to mm -hmm. end my answer with that. Depolarizing within is a very good point of entry into braver angels' participation. Because guess where the action works the most? It's not with the other guy. It's inside me. This is an inside job. This whole thing is an inside job. Right. You know, the instant reaction of a lot of folks is, well, you're not going to get me to change my mind. I don't want to do that thing. We're not asking you to change your mind. We're asking you to look at your heart. Because that's really where it all happens. And what does the word heart mean? You have to define that for yourself. But the depolarizing within event is just an amazing experience because you actually often in the same, well, you're in the same breakout room with somebody of your own leaning. Mm -hmm. And you really look at each other very carefully. So yeah. those are some of the things I've learned. Yeah, I was going to say the depolarizing within one is an incredibly important one because unless we look at ourselves, we can't we can't expect the next guy to change unless we look inside ourselves and see how we're how we're stereotyping, demonizing, and doing all that stuff with the other side. Um, and one other thing you didn't mention, uh, Mike, is that we have since the last um, uh, our our big convention. We have um, networking that we're doing with other organizations. So we have a whole, I don't know how many hundreds of organizations that are now networking with us. And in fact, we're going to be doing a red blue workshop with the networking organizations. I'm going to be moderating, <laughs> but just to give them a flavor of what we do at Braver Angels. And one other thing about the one-to-one, -one, and, and this is sort of how we how we keep changing, we keep growing and changing with what's going on in the world. Uh, we are now piloting a one-to-one -one discussion between Palestinians and Israelis or between Jews who disagree on the Palestinian-Israeli um, uh, divide. So we're, we're just getting started with that. We we started piloting and, and hopefully that'll be out by January. So very exciting. And this is how we're always up to date and keeping keeping abreast of everything that's going on in the world. Well, the world is never is sadly not going to stop supplying braver angels with um, content to bring to groups and to people. And how beautiful that Braver Angels as a bridging organization, which is you are, I think, the biggest one nationally, are doing uh, what you're doing. Um, this is this has so far been so helpful, and I just want listeners to know that we are going to have this a part two because the three of us recognize that we're just getting started. So. Um, 
This will be up and posted in January, and there will be part one and part two of this Braver Angels conversation. So I, I'd like to uh, give you both time to let listeners know uh, where they can begin their journey excavating and learning about Braver Angels and any contact information that you would um, like to share with them. And of course, I will put things in the program notes, but Mike, I guess you want to do that? Sure. Um, just want to say, if you wish to join us in our work to hold on to democracy um, and bring liberals and conservatives together for, remember, seeking common ground, not to compromise. First place to stop, of course, is our website, and it's braverangels.org. Now, I'm going to give you exactly where to go. If you can all take a pencil now and write down where to find this, because it's a huge website. It's, it's a library. It's a working space. It's a training ground. It's an organization for events location. It's enormous. Okay. Um, so here's how it works. You go on the website and go to have an experience heading. Click mm -hmm. that. Then scroll down to attend a workshop. There you will see those explanations for both beginner and evenly balanced workshops. Notice we don't say advanced, but beginner and evenly balanced because nobody's advanced. <laughs> so here's your opportunity to bring new hope to our nation and to local communities. So while you're on this website, join us because for a mere 12 American dollars a year, you are privileged to have as many mailings and participation offers as you choose. You can adjust that to your own needs. And you will find a lot more information at your disposal on this huge website. Mm -hmm. There in particular, and this is, I think, the, where the rubber really meets the road, is at the local alliance level, you can choose to contact your local alliance, of which we have about 100 of them in our nation. Okay. And you do that by under the, the heading, take action on that page, find the national map, find your state, and um, there will be a dropdown of lists and you pick your alliance from that and make a phone call or an email to the co-chairs. And a lot Thank of you. work goes on on the alliance level. It's really cool because that's where you really meet people. You know, a lot of people will do workshops by Zoom. And, and but when you contact your lo local alliance, you get to know the people behind all of it. And as Mike said before, the best part of Braver Angels is the people and people who are different from you, which is which is where it really means something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I I want to thank you both so much for being here. I'm so looking forward to diving even deeper into this entire Braver Angel experience with you uh, after the start of the new year. And listeners, you will get information about this incredible organization in the show notes as well, as well as everything that Mike and Randy told you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. And I will thank continue you. to just to do our best to listen to each other. Indeed.